Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Rising Femme with Monique Harding. I cannot believe that this week we are officially hitting August. It is Leo season, (laughs) all of the energy, right? I am a Cancerian Leo cusp um, and I think that probably explains a lot about why I love communicating with you all so much in this way, having this platform, being able to share what I hope are really helpful, inspiring, thought-shifting ideas with you all and I know that today's episode is certainly going to live up to those expectations. Now this episode was actually inspired by a conversation that I was having with one of my business and leadership coaching clients. And I just love so much that we get to have these kind of conversations within my coaching containers and the the one-on-one personal coaching that I do with women. Because one thing that I have really felt in other programs, courses, working with other coaches in the past has been that probably just because of them, you know, honestly knowing their own skill zone and their own limitations to their expertise, just like we all have, that they haven't really been able to support me in some of my other like bigger life stuff that's been going on around my business. And that's always been something that I have really, really craved. You know, yes, I want to work with someone who is going to motivate me, who's going to equip me with tools, who's going to challenge my thinking and support me from a a business perspective towards those goals. But I also really strongly believe that everything touches everything in our lives. And sometimes the support that you need is around broader mental well-being and thought management and the conflict that you're experiencing with your partner. And so it's just so refreshing when a coach can really see you in that, hear you out on that, help you take a different perspective potentially and then guide you back obviously to the the other you know results that you have primarily engaged them to support you in and this conversation as i said had come up with one of my other coaching clients because i'm so big on intentional business so this idea of us constructing crafting our businesses based on our strength on our maximum return on investment activity on what it is that gives us 
the greatest pleasure in all areas of our sales, our our marketing, because I truly believe that you can learn to love all parts of your business if you have the space and opportunity to be guided through some reflective questioning and to ultimately create your own landscape of what things get to look like. And the conversation that we were having on this particular day was around her feeling a little bit off from, I guess, a a mental well-being perspective, just struggling a little bit to manage her mood, um, not really feeling like she wanted to engage in the stuff that we'd been talking about that she was excited about the week before. So we decided to take a bit of a broader look at her life and I offered her up this happiness model and her response back to me was, Monique, everybody needs to hear about this. Like you have to share it on Reels, on your Instagram, share it on LinkedIn. Please do a podcast episode. So I am doing this episode upon that request in the hope that this is going to be really useful for you too. Now, I know that this particular episode is going to challenge some of your really established beliefs because quite frankly, I have them conditioned within me as well. And I've studied this stuff, right? You know, I've spent decades working in this area, exploring it. I would, I really would consider myself as someone who is incredibly open-minded, who is constantly looking for my thinking to be challenged. Yet even I can struggle a bit sometimes with some of these different concepts and really taking ownership around them. So just first of all, really want to see you in that if there's any resistance that's coming up and just to know that that particular feeling or that like ickiness or whatever arises really belongs here as part of this conversation as well. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to hack your happiness. Now, I'm sure that if I was sitting in conversation with all of you in front of me right now and I asked all of you who would like to be happier in your lives to raise your hands, I'm probably not going to get too many people that are going to be sitting still, right? Um, I think it's just more that often people struggle to think about being happier in their lives because people think tend to think that happiness is an emotional response to circumstance as opposed to a choice or a shift in perception. Now, I get it. No one wants to believe that happiness is a choice because it then puts the responsibility in their hands. However, what I'm going to guide you through in terms of some practical steps, as well as shifting some of your thinking around this, is that the reality is you can practice feeling good. In fact, this practice done consistently will actually increase your happiness upper limit and invite even more happiness in your life. Now, I'm going to show you exactly how to do this, as well as to transform some of those beliefs that might be underpinning some of your current activity or inactivity when it comes to really owning your level of happiness in your life. Now, a lot of people don't realize that this shift is possible for them for multiple different reasons. One being that there is a 
big misconception around what is referred to as our happiness tolerance or our baseline level of happiness. Now, people often wrongly identify this as just being how we are, you know, or attributing it to being part of our personality in some way, shape or form. But the reality is that nothing has to be an intrinsic part of you unless you decide it so. At the very least, you know, things like fear, anxiety, sadness, struggle. Now, Gay Hendricks refers to our happiness tolerance or this baseline level of happiness as our upper limit. So yes, whilst it is true that we do all have an amount of happiness that we naturally sit at, and we will ultimately also revert back to that level, even when circumstances or events might shift us temporarily and we actually increase the baseline, unconsciously when we step outside of that baseline because of the brain's subconscious tendency, need to seek what is most familiar, we will start to self-sabotage to almost correct ourselves back into our happiness comfort zone. So kind of the same when you think about like fear, anxiety, comfortability, window of tolerance. We're just applying these same theory, these same principles to the area of happiness in our lives. So we've got the baseline level of happiness that creates the upper limit. We will have circumstances we respond to that take us outside of that upper limit where we feel elation, joy. However, they will be temporary because of the brain's subconscious need to return back to this baseline state. Yeah. Another barrier to increase happiness, particularly for those of you listening who are driven, high performer, business owner, entrepreneurial, athletes, high performer types, is that many people give up on being happier because they believe it will only occur from giving up on wanting more. We subconsciously associate happiness with giving up, right? With almost like surrender when the opposite is true. The path to a greater life, to a more enjoyable life is letting bits of joy, of meaning, pieces of purpose build as you grow bit by bit. So as you continue on your journey of pursuing more, it's less about the the what in terms of giving up on your goal and it's more about attuning, rewiring the how. So now that you are a little bit more open to being the creator of your own happiness, let's take a look at how to shift this baseline that we're talking about, you know, this upper limit that we all have in our lives. And I should say as well that this is going to be different for each and every single one of you. You will have a different upper limit to your parents, to your siblings, to your friends, to your partner. However, each and every single one of you, it is changeable. And we're going to look at how to shift the baseline 
through a product of intentional, mindful, daily practice. Now, one of the best models I have used to support people understanding this and applying it to their lives is by a chap known as Eric Greiton. So he breaks happiness down into these three particular modalities. Super simple. The happiness of pleasure, which is largely sensory. So think, you know, a delicious meal, the smell of the rain, waking up in a warm bed, the first sip that you have of your coffee in the morning, your favorite dessert. So very sensory-based, pleasure-based, you know, for a lot of people, we'd throw in things there around sex, around consumption of alcohol. Secondly, we have the happiness of grace. So this is all about gratitude, saying thank you, reflecting on what it is that you do have in your life, taking perspective. Then we have the happiness of excellence. Now, this comes from the pursuit of something great, not the achievement of getting there, of ticking the box, of claiming the award, but by the process itself. So this is about the identity that you build on the journey as you pursue something really meaningful in your life. Happiness of excellence is exerted effort. It's feeling committed to something. It's knowing who you need to be, not about the accomplishment, but knowing that you are becoming who or what you need to be in life. All about claiming your potential. This particular execution of happiness, it builds this sense of self that will carry across all areas of your life. The thing is, though, so yes, we have the three distinct areas, pleasure, grace, excellence, but without any one of these happinesses, it is impossible to thrive. So they work intrinsically. They work together. One cannot replace another. However, the happiness of pleasure is common when the happiness of excellence is not being pursued. And I share this with you for your own self-reflection practice now. If you think about the happiness of pleasure in extreme, if you were out of balance here in your three domains, extreme mode in pursuing the happiness of pleasure can look like overeating, binge drinking. Whereas if you reversed it, An extreme pursuit of excellence might present as workaholism, but very minimal social connection or feelings of, you know, constantly looking at what you need to do more of. So you can see how like whenever we're locked in an extreme, it ultimately takes away from one of the others. Now think about this through the lens of your own life. How balanced are you across the three happiness types? The happiness of excellence, the happiness of grace, and the happiness of pleasure. Where can you see, not in your month, not in your week, 
But where can you see in the moments in your days where you are pursuing all three of those types? Are you in a position where you need a bit of a recalibration, knowing that bringing conscious awareness and intention and attention to this will be how you ultimately increase your happiness upper limit, which is really the only way for you to shift your experience of happiness is to change that upper limit, is to shift the baseline because everything else is going to be you relying on something external outside of you to take you to an altered sense of happiness. And then because of that subconscious bias, that need for familiarity, you will find yourself very quickly through the loving nudge of self-sabotage back at your upper limit again. It will be short-lasting. Now, this is about sustainable happiness. Now, these theories support the very well-researched and you know, established fact now that some of the happiest nations on this earth are those with what society would deem the least. This is not about more. This is not about achievement. This is not about you having to look outside of yourself. This is all about how you can hack your happiness from within. So I'll pop some notes in the show notes around those questions for you to check in, for you to review this through the lens of your own life. I hope that this has been really, really supportive for you. And if you are interested in working with me using these kind of self-explorative concepts as a way for you to understand yourself better, to identify your own genius zones, and more importantly, Importantly, to leverage them in crafting a business and a rich life that feels really, really inspiring to you and supports your, your family, then please reach out. I have two spaces currently available for private coaching to commence in either August or one, I believe, for September. You can simply head to my website, moniqueharding.co and book a call with me there. Or you can email me at monique at moniqueharding.co. I would love to hear from you. I love hearing your takeaways from the episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and review. Share it on Instagram, on all of your platforms, and I will see you next week for another episode of Rising Femme. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniqueharding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.